Recording from the Ethel Studios, this is Craigie Too Crunk, and you listen to the Talking Small Podcast. If you do not like it, call your doctor, go to the hospital, and have your balls chopped off. Oh yeah! Something that beautiful should have something beautiful. Harley looks at her cock and goes, you talk about you? That was the worst story I've ever heard in my life. I'm in love with the stripper. Trap fuck or normal fuck? Bulgarian tricep meat. Gorgeous. Why are you raising your hand for Craig, you too, has that much chest hair. Craig, how many buttons do you have undone right now? <laughs> three. <laughs> He's three buttons deep, bro! Welcome to the Talking Small Podcast, very special Christmas edition, episode 11. I'm joined with my sister and her boyfriend, Dylan. Danielle, would you like to introduce yourself? Hello, hello, hello. My name's Danielle. I'm the, I'm the infamous sister. I'm Dylan. I just deal with it. <laughs> okay. All right. So, Danielle, there's a, a lot of um, a lot of discussion uh, from the fans of the podcast about stories from our childhood, and I wanted to tell them about the time we had to move you from um, one apartment to the other, <laughs> and Dad got upset with you. Do you know what time I'm talking about? Um. Yes. Uh, the time I, I know the time very well. Okay, so basically, you're having a bad day, and uh, we're moving some furniture. I got I got uh, Craigie too crunk with me, and um, <laughs> we're moving some couches. And you're sleeping on the floor in the kitchen. Yes, I was uh, not, sleeping on the floor. Yeah, not helping very much. <laughs> I don't have much upper body strength. I wasn't I wasn't going to be of much use. Why were you sleeping on the floor of the kitchen? I was sleep deprived and not having a good day. There's a bad couch. Moving is a real actually not really. Those Car- are getting moved. <laughs> Carpet. So that's actually not. It was it was the kitchen floor that was uh, that was the spot. Okay, so we get all your stuff moved. And then we go out to dinner. I think we went to a, a nice establishment in Baton Rouge called Jubin's. And there were some drinks flowing. And then we go back to your apartment because there's a couple things we got to unload from the truck. And Dad gets upset with you because of a table you didn't want. Do you remember? Uh, yes, we weren't, we weren't sure what to do with the table. We didn't know uh, where to put it. Dad didn't like the lack of a decision making with the table. So what happened to the table? He ended up just uh, just throwing it away, throwing it into a dumpster. Yeah. Um, he was very frustrated at you because you didn't want the table because you didn't think it looked good. So then we put it uh, was, yeah. into the dumpster at the apartment complex. Yes. So he's, he's pretty upset at this point. So there's a couple things that aren't going to go to your apartment that we're going to bring to my house up here. So, so dad's loading them in the truck. And then he uh, is trying to close the tailgate cover. And it's not closing. Do you remember how he uh, determined he was going to get it to close? Um, he started punching and pushing all of my things into uh, into the trailer, not having any care or respect for what might be in the box or, you know, that I was right there and that we had spent all this money and all this time packing my stuff. So we're, uh, my wife, my mom, Craigie Ducronk and my dad and Danielle are there. And Dad's in the back of the truck, and he's uh, basically he's punching uh, 
these boxes like they're whack-a-moles <laughs> and just trying to flatten them. And he's very frustrated. And Danielle, what 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 was the quote that you uh, that you, that was famous? I think I ran out by the moving truck around like right there, and I said, uh, "Stop! Those are my belongings." Very frantically. <laughs> Those are my belongings. <laughs> Can you say it like that? Stop! Those are my belongings. I don't even. She was very hysterical. I was. Uh, I, I, it had been a long day, and I just couldn't believe the man, to be honest. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. God. Yeah, that was a, that was quite a quite a time. Um, so today's Christmas. So uh, Feliz Navidad, Merry Christmas to everybody. Um, Danielle, what'd you get for Christmas? What'd you want? You don't want to say? Um, I got I I got a. <laughs> I got uh, just just some girl stuff, makeup, cookbooks, um, just pretty boring older people stuff. Oh, you didn't get a ring? I did get a ring. Um, I got a nice ring from uh, my boyfriend. Although it was supposed to be a New Year's gift, but he decided to give it to me for Christmas. Because her friends. Wow, you're you're complaining about a gift. No. No, her friends were just decided because we were going that he was going last minute. So it was I switched the timing around. But yeah, I got a very nice ring. It was very nice. Oh, you're wearing it now, I see. Yes. Okay. It's okay. A, it's a red ruby. Yes, it's on my right hand, not my left hand. Wow. <laughs> that's a subtle <laughs> shot. It's a subtle shot that says they're not engaged, just in case you were thinking that's what that ring meant. I, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's a very pretty ring. It's a full carrot. It's better than just pretty. So where'd you get it from, Dylan? Did you go with... Uh, uh, no. Every kiss begins with K. Did no. you go to Jerry? I came in a Zales box. I got the I got the I got the ruby from a family friend that run, like they sell stones like they deal with private okay. stones. And then I got the band from Zales because I I thought we'd have to get a resized or a different one. So but I you just, just happened to guess the size right. No, I th- I just got a generic. It's a little I just got a big, slightly, seven. but I'm gonna get like uh, the staples or whatever. Well, I went with the seven because I thought we'd get a different band, like one that she wanted with stones in it. Well, Ooh. I like it. Thank you. It's great. Okay. Harley, what did you want for Christmas? Uh, I didn't really want anything. I, I needed a wallet, didn't get it. Um, <laughs> uh, I got a blazer, didn't fit. Um, uh, other than that, it was uh, pretty good. Got some, got some, uh, got some candy. Got a, a LSU do rag. Um, yeah, it was a good Christmas. Almost got a Pelicans win. <laughs> yeah, Pelicans <laughs> did lose today. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> Um, yeah, that was, uh, that was upsetting. So, Danielle, could you tell me a story about the time you stole Dad's avalanche and drove to Walmart? <laughs> oh, shit. Um, I guess we could rehash that. Um, so I was about 15 years old. Um, I got out of school every day around 2.30. My parents weren't home until 5, 5.30. Uh, but- you had to be younger than 15 because I was still at the house. You had to be, like, like, 14 or 13. I mean, I think I was either a freshman or a sophomore in high school. Mm -mm, Because I I was still at the house. I don't think you were supposed to be at the house. I think you weren't supposed to be involved in the... You weren't. I wasn't. Spo- you weren't supposed to be there. Okay. I had done this before, uh, and you weren't supposed to be there. Okay, maybe I misremembered. Okay, so you, go ahead. You had, this had been a regular thing. You were taking. I, okay. you, were ta- you were just going. You were just taking out the whip. All yeah. The my time. parents. My parents got me um, a Ford Escape 
um, that was used and put it in on our long driveway before I actually got my driver's license. And they wouldn't be there half the time, but the keys would still be in the drawer. What do you, wait, hold on, hold on. I'm going to tell the story about the avalanche. Okay, so this is, okay, you're telling the story about when you were in high school in, in Baton Rouge right now. No. Because y'all didn't think y'all had the escape yeah, until you got escape, the Baton Rouge. The escape was at the end of the driveway of, because they got the escape in the Lexus at the exact same time. Yeah, well, okay. But I was, I had been stealing the car. Um, at the at the end of the driveway and just just driving around with my friends, not really doing anything. Well, one day for whatever reason, the um, the escape wasn't there, and my dad's avalanche was there. My brother was there, but I didn't really think he was paying attention to what me and my friend were doing. Um, so I was backing out of the driveway, but it's a big wide truck, and I didn't even really have a permit, and. Uh, <laughs> The edge of our driveway had, like, a sewer drop-off on, like, both sides. And I guess my brother saw me trying to get out of the driveway, falling off by the sewer drop-off. No, I wasn't the one that got you caught, though. What got me caught? I thought Dad came home and the avalanche wasn't there. I thought that's how you got caught because you would, they came home and they said, where's your sister? And I was like, uh. They're like, where's the avalanche? I was like, uh. So I didn't tell on you. You you got caught going to Walmart in the avalanche. We went to Walmart and got our nails done. And I was scared that I was going to get my nail polish on the avalanche handle and on the steering wheel and whatnot. But, uh, you know. Okay. So you told them that I basically wrecked that. Once they told you they saw me in the avalanche. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. I definitely ratted on you and said you drove off the driveway into the ditch. Yeah. I definitely <laughs> yeah, did that. Yeah. Harley just added the. You didn't have the like, icing a solidarity. Like it's us versus them. You were like, absolutely fuck not. Her. <laughs> she, absolutely not. She could take this fall. No, she got caught. She's got caught. Now she's done. She got to pay consequences. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Alright, let, let's hear a story about you. I know you were not, not the saint godchild that. He was the firstborn, and for a while he was the favorite just because he was so smart and bright, and everyone thought he was just so Harley, so likable. Everyone just loved what him. What happened from then to now, then? <laughs> uh, nothing. That's, I still think of myself as smart and likable. Um, and, uh, you know, as the child that, you know, was so highly thought of, you know, my, our parents gave us a lot of space growing up, kind of didn't, they weren't super overbearing and overprotective. And they didn't really enforce punishment and consequences. Um, every morning, we'd have to wake up early as hell to go, because my parents had work early and to go to school, and, and I went to daycare beforehand. Harley went for a so, while. So, so you're complaining about waking up early as hell to go to school? No, that's not where we're going. Okay, okay. She just started with daycare. Okay. She just started, right. she just went to daycare. Okay, so we're waking up super early to get out of the house, and because, you know, once we were up, whatever, every morning, there weren't many options to eat in our house. There was, you know, there might have been, uh, you could have some gushers, uh, like a little, a little snack, or... You know, my choice was Pop-Tarts. It was easy, popped them in, popped them out. I could eat them on the way to uh, Okay, okay but, but I think a lot of my friends would, would argue that our pantry was full of snacks. They always had like... Not, not at the age I'm talking about. Like they always had like the Cheetos and the Fritos and the Gushers and the Fruit Roll-Ups bunch of Pepsi, you know, we always they, had snacks. Yeah, they would say that because they would take those snacks and then there would not be those snacks anymore. Oh, okay. Okay, so, um, so, okay, so you gotta eat Pop-Tarts. I gotta right. eat Pop-Tarts in the morning. My dad's getting his stuff together 
And every morning, Harley would come downstairs and walk up right up to me. My plate would be on the counter. I'd be about to take my first fucking bite of Pop-Tart. I'd be midway through the first bite of fucking Pop-Tart. He would let the biggest fart fucking rip right onto the plate right next to me. And it wasn't like a... Like, it, there was sound, and then there was smell. There were two key factors to it. And I would lose my entire appetite and whine about it, and my dad would just say, like, like we gotta go, suck it up, like, get another Pop-Tart, I don't even know. So basically, I cured your ch- potential childhood obesity by farting on your Pop-Tarts <laughs> But he morning. did this every morning, like, without fail, and I didn't wake up in enough time to, like, go eat my Pop-Tarts elsewhere, like, I didn't have that kind of, um, you know, skill. So it was a really traumatizing experience. I actually associate pop tarts and with, farts with my brother. I think I think it's all the same thing. Wow. Okay, so we've gotten a story about me, uh, one about Danielle, Dylan. Let's talk about a story about you. Oh, a lot man. of uh, a lot of our uh, viewers out there, they they they're very curious that. The first time a couple of us met you, we can pass on that. You came to a crawfish bowl at my house (laughs) in a suit. I didn't come in a suit. I just had button-up slacks tie. That's not a suit. That's just you didn't have a jacket. No, I didn't bring a jacket. It was hot. You gave me a jacket later on, like to put on, so I didn't get my shirt all messed up. Well, yeah, because we told you you shouldn't eat crawfish. That was his first crawfish boil, for the record, though. And did I just come from work? I have no idea. I, well, do you normally just wear suits and ties to crawfish bowls, or do you... I, that was my first crawfish boil. I, now I know better. Last he got time. made the fuck fun of yeah. and called the fuck I had out. To, I had to deal with shit from everywhere. What is it? Alex, Craig, your friend that took his pants off for beer pong. Wait, we're, what? We're, which, wait, what? Who is that? We, we were playing The guy that took his pants off. One of your friends mid-game in the middle beer, of pong beer pong was like, you know what? I'd be better. I'd be better if I took my pants off right now. So then he finished the night drinking in his bunker. Can we also talk about another great story from the night? My brother got shit-faced and, and started skanking. Yes, you started skanking. He was skanking. wearing like a muscle, like a white muscle tee or something and just was fucking skanking um, in the middle of beer pong. It's a dance. How many games of beer pong did y'all win that night? A grand total of zero. How much shit were y'all talking? Dylan was talking shit. I was talking shit. a lot of shit. I was trying <laughs> I'll talk to just shit carry us. Always. Um, it's a pride thing. I'll talk. To, I don't. I. I have no regrets. I had. A, I. I still won at the end of the night. I had a lot of drinks. And got the shit kicked out of me. And saw people I never met get almost naked. And I saw Craig turn so red in the face. It was like a cherry tomato. We forced y'all to drink Jaeger. And, uh, yeah, you got, what do you mean force? You brought the Jaeger out and I, we no, were pulling you, bulls off you, of it. Yeah, you, you were just like, let me have a At first they were like, oh no, no Jaeger. And then they were like, okay, bring on the Jaeger. Nabla was deep-throating it. Oh, it was uh, it was quite the experience. Oh, shit. So, Nabla's like the ultimate party mingler, though. Well, what do you mean by that? He's just so smooth at going from like group to group and just being like friends. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I got a lot of experience with him. He seems like a little bit of an asshole to me. I feel like that's part of being good at like a party mingling. Like, you just likable, but they're also like, I'm not gonna miss that guy, but they remember you. Uh, okay. No one remembers the guy that didn't have anything interesting to say. It was just well, yeah, you generic. were. I mean, Alex is the instigator. He's always trying to. Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. Fired. What the 
fuck did you just throw on the table? <laughs> um, it's a tape and weave, and, and it fell out of it, a piece that fell out the other night. I gotta go get it taped back in. Wait, you have weave? Yeah, I have tape and hair extensions, and they're supposed to last me until February, but this fell out the other night, and uh, I gotta keep I gotta keep hold of it so, so I can so put it back in. Just a question: Do they match your hair color to the weave, or the weave to your hair color? Um, they can do either, but in this case, they tried to match my hair color to the weave, like the weave's color. So you went into the hair store and uh, said, "I want this one match my hair to this one." No, they sent. A weave that came in a no, certain color. No, I don't color. want to touch that thing. It's very clean. I had just washed it when it fell out. It was actually really sad. And was that more... synthetic hair or just? No, it's real human, 100% Remy hair. Some poor child it's in Brazil expensive. or Norway um, was cut off for those blood, blonde, luscious logs. Yeah, I well, don't know. It could be could, could be East German, uh, you know, with they... that Aryan look that hair's got. Um, but yeah, it's a. I'm just. I just gotta keep track of it till I can. Get it put back in. So. Okay. So you just throw it on the it's, table. It's on the table because that way it's in plain sight. I know where it is. I don't have to worry about it. Okay. All right. I still can't get over you doing the skanking at the party at the crawfish boil. What? Man's got a skank. You you didn't remember it though. That was the best part. Well, I was. You were, I did what? I was you, pretty. I was did pretty. In front of your did he mom. take off his shirt to skank? Yeah. That's what I thought happened. And started skanking for your mom. Yeah. Well, no, it couldn't have been for my mom. It was right in front like, of her. Right in front we were of her. We were trying to explain to her what it was. Okay. And then who, we, it wasn't like it was like Streetlight Manifesto or some ska band that you put on. Uh, Streetlight Manifesto is probably it. I was a I'm a big fan of big fan of them. Um. Okay, so so Danielle, I want to play a, a a little game here with you and Dylan. Oh, it's shit. uh, it's just straightforward. It's called uh, overrated underrated or properly rated so i'm gonna just throw out something and you tell me if you think it's overrated underrated do we each answer each question yeah 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 all three of us will all three of us will answer so i want just an easy one off the beginning uh the harry potter underrated underrated well why you just can't say say underrated we need some we need we need content it's the single largest proponent of teaching people that were previously illiterate in third world countries that had no interest in reading, learning to read. It's the first series of books that ever made an author a billion dollars by far and large. It's the second most stolen book globally after the Bible. So why would that make it underrated? It sounds like it's, it's, it's got a got lot enough. of hype. It still doesn't get enough appreciation. Oh, so it you think it needs went. more? Oh, Harry Potter world was a letdown, to be honest. Like, things that they're... Every try to like branching off that they're trying to do um, from it, like Potter World or yeah, maybe, Pottermore. Maybe underrated. I don't even know. It, it didn't have justice served to it in the merchandise and branding thereafter in the books. But I, I feel like it's kind of fallen out of the limelight, and it's, it's a culturally huge piece of. People say, "Oh my God, I love Harry Potter," but like I don't know how much you know. People okay. growing up, that was that's like the book of like a younger generation. Like I don't know, like you, I guess you were older than us, so it might not have been. Right, I think it was around books. when it was like fourth grade or something. Yeah. I th- I think they're overrated. They're really really long. I don't think they need to be that long. And, and well, I, don't, I, I didn't know. like I didn't like the last you like couple Lord books of the Rings? as much have you read, like, as some, like any of like that. I didn't read the books. I watched the movies. I was like, those, right. those, those are like thousand pages long. But it's how you spin a tale. Like you need you need time. All right, next topic. I think that was a uh, two. Underrated versus one overrated, so we're calling it underrated. Danielle, next one. Abraham Lincoln, because you know he freed the slaves. 
Um, you know what? I think I think there's a lot about Abraham Lincoln we just really don't know. But I'm going to put him proper, like properly rated. He did free the slaves. Did he have his own agenda? Absolutely. Oh, what was his ag- own agenda? I'm curious. He was just doing what would get him the most. I mean, it's still politics. It was still politics of the time. He wasn't some like civil rights, like black loving, you it, know. It actually did come down to finance. They, he, they couldn't, neither side could continue to support a war. And for him to be like, okay, if we, if we cut this loose... The economy actually was stimulated quite a bit, albeit like they might have been very, they didn't have, they had very niche skill, skills unless they were like taken in, like they were spinning the cotton, if they were just picking it, etc. It actually boosted the economy quite a bit because the workforce increased exponentially and they might not have had the same rights or spending power, but that was also an influx of currency being spent and towns started to grow and like a, more industry increased. It wasn't so monopolized. It became more of like a mom and pop smaller smaller economies and like centralized areas versus you know a very monopolized market huge money controlling things it became a little more open to people and that's where you know and that also really started pushing sciences because small like the more people that are trying to do something that's where like the cotton gin came from was a black guy in the first place it sounds terrible because it wasn't whitney something it wasn't he wasn't the first person uh, eli do, whitney yeah, i eli believe he was not the first person to come up with the cotton gin no, who was the first person? it was a black slave that had gotten freed and then he he had a, like he had like the first prototype like the first model if you will of a cotton gin. And then the slaves were freed. Peanut butter came around. That's the greatest thing ever. Well, honestly, the best. Part That's of, George, George Washington, Washington Carver, Carver, though. Yeah. The best part about the Lincoln freeing the slaves when his was his parents were slaves. When my brother and his friends used to ask me to go get them a Pepsi or go oh, no, do no, no, shit not, for them. Not to no 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 no. Okay, so we're sitting there playing video games. Danielle's going down the stairs. One time, I said, hey, Danielle, could you grab me a Pepsi? She turns around and goes, Lincoln freed the slaves! <laughs> and it was like, I could see had that. To, had to lay that history lesson on them. So, dear, you What's your favorite a, thing to say? Nobody know. loves me. Say it. Say it how you I'm say not, it. I'm not say saying it. Say it how you say it. No. Lincoln freed the slaves. I can free Lincoln will, freed the slaves. I got some free will want. over here. All right. Danielle, next one. Aunt Julie Christmas parties. Overrated, underrated, properly rated. A little overrated. Oh, do tell. <laughs> I mean, I'm not trying to offend anyone. I think it's that uh, there was a couple years ago, it was fun because, you know, certain people played like good, like humor, like stereotypes. Like Kelly was the single late 20s woman that just wanted to get drunk and have fun, you know. Kelly? My my cousin Kevin. I, know, do you know I don't see her as like trying to get turned up. Oh yeah, like like dancing around, talking about how she may never get married, and you know certain like family stereotypes come out where uh, people are just you know the pe- like there's a step grandmother that no one really knows if they how they feel about her and. Uh, Whoa. Okay. What stereotype did you play? Or me, you can one or the other. Let's let's talk about both, but you can start with one or the other. You or me? What? Who's what? what was um, I think I played the. You know, I I'm the person where everyone wants to make the small talk. Oh, how's college? What are you gonna do when you get out? You're gonna get your life together. And I'm the I'm the person that doesn't really have the answers. That just keeps kind of drinking, <laughs> tries to just laugh and change the subject and distract from all you know all the all that. I just seem like I don't have it all together. Your stereotype was... Overachiever. Well, that, but he... <laughs> Daddy's boy. 
I'll, he I'll, he wants to go in there like he's got his stuff together. Bring Ella around. Everyone's excited that uh, you know they're every like that's all in the works and going so well. And they just really sit there, and everyone asks them when's there going to be a child? What's on the agenda next? So he has different questions than I get. Um, you know. But but not daddy's boy in the sense that like oh like I'll do anything you want, pop. It's like that you're like you are kind of like your dad, like productive, motivated. You like you kind of like to bitch people and give them a hard time. You like to you like you kind of like to like to rub people. Like all right, like oh like in the car ride on the way there. <laughs> yeah. One time on the way to Angelie's party on the car ride, we were riding there with my grandma, and. Harley brought up sexting for whatever reason, and my grandma says, "What is sexting?" To rub people, and and my my brother says, "Oh, grandma, it's when guys send Danielle dick pics." (laughs) Which honestly, if we look at the actual definition of sexting, that is not what sexting is. You can sext without any pictures whatsoever. But my grandma's face was just, "Well, now I know." I think if you look up the definition, dick pics is definitely. They're in the same thing. realm of, of things, but, you know, you can do one without the other. It's only guys, though, that are like, you know what this person really needs today? Just a picture of my dick out of yeah, the blue. Yeah, it's the equivalent of a dead bird on your doorstep from your dog. What? What dog catches Like, look, bird? look what, you know, when your dog brings you a dead animal, and they're like, look what I got you, and you're like... That's what a dick Ugh. pic is? Yeah. <laughs> you're like, what is that? So the... So, dead mango Okay, meat. so, so the, the, uh... The, 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 the dog's excited about it. The similarity you're saying is as the dog goes kill something dead and brings the doorstep, they're really happy. They think like they've done something great. They're the provider, yes. And, and uh, they got something you want, but you don't really want it. So, but you're still like, I have to clean and deal with this shit. Like, yeah. I have to, I have to see, I have yeah. to deal with this. So shit. now the guy sending the dick pic is really excited because he thinks like this is going to be a really big hit, and you're saying that the dick pic is you know just kind of something you don't want to see. Like, yeah. I mean, it doesn't really happen to me anymore. But a, a couple anymore, years ago, <laughs> anymore. A couple years ago I was getting unsolicited dick pics that were sometimes she offensive doesn't make a, she doesn't make a and good taste. like that, that oh really like sometimes it would be like a guy's dick was literally crooked 90 degrees and it would just be like <laughs> I, what do you even say to that like how do you not want me to send that to my friends 90 to- degrees. you just send back yeah right angles that's <laughs> Oh man! Uh, unsolicited. Okay, you uh, tweet uh, if you're tweeting dick pics. Make sure you do hashtag unsolicited dick pic. Yeah. All right. So how many? Okay, so okay. So in high school, how many dick pics did you send unsolicited? You were like, this girl's kind of feeling me. I'm a little. I'm never, never one never, with the dick pic. Not no. once. It, you know, we how didn't, many dick camera, pics? Camera phones weren't that big back in the day when I was in high school. The resolution wasn't that good. People had digital You don't want to get shortchanged with the dick pic. You want you want to get the accurate portrayal. You don't want to get like some pixelated. Dick you build pic. up a height, or also you build up a height that you can't reach. Um, me and Jimmy, our cousin, were just having a conversation the other day. How many dick pics do you think there are in the on the internet in general? Like just ever as, as many as cat pictures. Guys love to as many as dicks. stars and in the fucking single sky. lonely guys are just like no. you know what you know who needs to see my dick everyone and they'll love me and they'll appreciate it as much as I do. I think you just look in the sky and that's you know the night sky. That's how many dick pics there are. Uh, that would be a lot of. Dicks. Why is your shit so unorganized? That surprised me. It blew me away. I don't. Uh, there's just a lot of wires up here, man. There's just there's a wires, and they all go through the go through this thing. All right, so, all right, so uh, you're saying Aunt Julie's Christmas party was uh, overrated. Overrated, Dylan. How'd you have the uh, Aunt Julie Christmas party? Oh, yeah, no, this was his first year. Yeah, I thought it was cool. I mean, it was like my first Christmas as a whole, like with like normal shit. Normally, yeah. I just go to like a bar. 
Okay. So I mean, like, it was. I, mean, I had. I thought it was fun. I think it was overrated. There was way too much heat in the fucking. Uh, it was room. hot as she, shit. For some reason, they, she didn't turn the AC I on. Was, it was like eighty degrees. Yeah, I walked in. There was from no outside music. And it was the same temperature, but maybe a little more muggy from body heat. Yeah, baby Diesel was dominating. Yeah, but he really did just steal a spotlight. Yeah. Yeah. Danielle would definitely wanted a bunch of pictures with baby Diesel. I got, and got I got him. And I baby. got him. That's all I wanted. And I got it. And your your wife was was having a having yeah. having a Ella, field day. Yeah. Ella actually. likes to talk a big game, give the baby back after shit, but no one no one has that much enthusiasm for a baby that doesn't want one. I I think she does. Yeah, you you All right. So Danielle, what about uh what about Ella's hangover kit? From the wedding. That's a godsend. Overrated, underrated, properly rated. Because not everybody, you know, brings those kind of uh, touches to a, to a wedding. I think it was underrated, and I think a lot of people might have not even used their kits. Like the, the, the twins, our cousins, who were 15, you know, we ended up we, getting theirs. We purposely did not give the, the I was kids like, somebody should have given me theirs. Well, yeah, so I think someone, for whatever reason, we got other people's kits, and that was cool. Um yeah, I liked it. I didn't actually take it the day after the wedding. Um, but if I would have felt that way, I would have definitely used it. So yeah. how come you didn't go hard enough that you needed a hangover kit? I, I went pretty hard. I brought out my own Patron. I was taking shots with the bartenders yeah, what of I, my she, own Patron. She, she brought Patron. I brought Wait, something else. you brought Patron out there and you and the bartenders start taking shots together? Or you just took shots next to the I was the bringing bartender? the Patron around for who everyone was, who was, with who the bartenders. Who was older than did shots of Patron with this? It was someone adult. I was trying to get, I was trying to get my dad and all his brothers to do it and Your, they weren't doing no, it. Bud, or, I think it was Bud did a shot with us. Who? Bud. Uncle Bud. Uncle Bud. Okay, I thought you said Bud for a second. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think those were tremendously underrated. I I was so glad there were extra kits in the room. The wedding I, was fun. Yeah, I had a blast. I don't get hangovers. Like I just I I maybe it's just like I stay a little buzzed all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I remember at work, someone had, one of the interns had fucked up just catastrophically, and I was I remember I had one of the I had one of them left in my car, and I went and made it, and I was like, this is a godsend. I was like, I wish I could go to the store and just grab like a twelve case of these. Because it's got Advil, a little bit of Yeah, I liked the cute little there. drink me, like almost like an Alice in Wonderland touch to it. It was like, yes. you don't know what grade of vodka it is. Or, it didn't you know. matter. It was vodka <laughs> and a Bloody Mary with some gum, aspirin. Like, that was, that was, that's what everyone I needs. don't trust people that don't like Bloody Marys. That's just all I have to say. I don't, you know. I don't yeah, trust people that are like, I don't drink. Like, the fuck's wrong with you? Who are you trying to impress? We are definitely pro-alcohol on the Talking Small podcast. Oh, I'm... So... Danielle, let's go with the next uh, the next thing. Since you said Bloody Marys, do you think Bloody Marys are overrated, underrated, or properly rated? I think they're uh, properly rated. I know that in Canada they're called like Caesars, and I think they actually originate from Canada. I think, but um, you know, I I a good Bloody Mary, man. That's that 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 hits the spot. That's got all the fixings, spicy, seasoned well. But, like, I normally like my Bloody Marys double. Double the shots, uh, you know. And I've just, I've just drank them from dinner before. It's underrated as a meal. Like, it, you know, it fits the food period diagram. Shout out to the South for introducing bacon to the Bloody Mary. Because that is <laughs> such a good Little touch. Tony's, little bacon. <laughs> Some Tony's bacon. 
Yeah, Mason's down there in Baton Rouge Mason's does a hell so of a uh, they, they they a beef straw. Yeah, they do a beef straw. Have you been? Have you been there recently? I don't know if they did that before. Yeah, they did. Oh, the last when we, me and Ella went last time, they had the beef straw. They have the beef straw. They make a good bloody mary though. Well, they make it however you want it, no matter what you want. You don't. You can get like you don't have to get a bloody mary. You yeah, that's a, that's perfect for brunch. With tequila and stuff. Perfect oh. for brunch. Danielle, I don't want to put you on blast, but Wikipedia says that uh, bloody mary was invented in uh, New. York. York bar in Paris. He was working at the New York bar in Paris at the time, and uh, he uh, made Ernest Hemingway a Bloody Mary. Okay, but if you look up, shout out to America. See, I had this conversation with took uh, America going to France, give him a Bloody Mary. The conversation that I had with a Canadian friend of mine was like, if you look up the first Bloody Mary, you'll find that. If you look up the first Caesar, you'll find a different story, and that he's arguing the Caesar. Came before the bloody uh, our bloody Mary. Fuck a Caesar. Would I like America to take the W on this one? Absolutely, Bloody Mary. America takes what it wants. We took the W. So. Where have you ever, go somewhere and ask for a Caesar? They'll be like a salad. Okay. I mean, yeah. So, oh, Bloody Mary, France, New York, whatever. Okay. Um. So, Danielle, do you have any uh, other stories you want to? Uh, Discuss this afternoon. I think I'm kind of done with my overrated underrateds, unless y'all have one that y'all want to talk about. LSU overrated, underrated, properly rated. Underrated. LSU is awesome. Best tailgates. Les Miles, great coach. Love them. Next season, where, where's LSU going to fall? Number one, always. Uh, the Fournette's better. I think they'll do better. I think they'll definitely be uh, in the playoff contention next the year. Offense, the offensive line needs to get better for Fournette to start running. He can't always, we need better kickers he can't and always, coaches he, for that. That's Fournette can't always joke. have to drop his shoulder and knock some dude over this 240 fucking pounds for him to be able to start sprinting. And the quarterback quarterback situation is atrocious. It's embarrassing. Because, like, look, we have you have wide receivers like Odell Beckham Jr. coming out of LSU, and how often do you throw it? Ne- what, once every uh, once They, every they threw months? a good bit when Odell was there. He had over 1,000 yards, uh, him and Joe, yeah, in the same but, season. But is that is that receiving or total? Because he also was on punt return. No, no, that was just receiving. He would have had more. That was, he had 1,000 yards He was receiving. a monster on punt return. Oh, he was good. He ran a lot in for a touchdown. If I was going to share another story. Okay, um, let's go. It would okay. Actually, I'll just preface this with uh, every holiday or every time we come over to Harley's house, something a little awkward or interesting happens. Uh, one time I came over, and my grandfather was suffering an injury, and I had I was kind of confused what it was because it happened before I got there. But my brother's dog bit my grandfather's nuts. <laughs> And he was bleeding and had his legs crossed in the corner pretending to be okay. Um, and the aftermath of all that was, uh, it was funny and it was really confusing for me because no one would just blatantly come out and talk about where the dog had bit him, what had happened, if he was actually in pain. Um, Old men are never in pain. Never forget it. They're fine. No, I think later he, I'm okay. later he admitted to definitely being in pain. But at the time he was... Uh, Trying to play it cool, like he hadn't just got totally like bit in the bit worst him? area. Uh, Zidane, the, oh, the old dog. dog Rest in peace. Um, yes, he was a great dog, though. Um, but another story: when when I was growing up, my brother gave me a hard time about a lot of things, and he'd get his friends involved. Like who? Um, that's definitely Nabla for sure. <laughs> definitely that that guy. She's shitting on Nabla a lot. On and the and Nabla, Nabla used to live at our house and and shit everywhere. Like just uh, when I was living with you in Baton Rouge, and just uh, 
just chill on the couch, just basically live there without living there. But back to the story I was going to say. Like me? Is, <laughs> like, when Harley would pick on me in front of his friends, they, you know, that was like their little cue to, to jump in, join in. One time I got off the bus and I used to play saxophone. I was carrying my saxophone, uh, you know, just minding my own fucking business, to be honest. Next thing I know, I see my brother and his friend come zipping down the driveway. They were in, like, scooters or bikes or something. They had shooken up some fucking, like, orange soda or, or, or Pepsi. I think each of them had a different drink and sprayed it on me. And my saxophone covered me totally. I was wearing khakis. My pants were done. And I had to walk. And it was kind of chilly outside. I had to walk all the way to my house, which was like a quarter of a mile, half a mile down the road, soaked in fucking soda. It got into my saxophone case. And they just thought it was the funniest fucking thing ever. Your brother was a really a big asshole, huh? <laughs> One time I was, I had to poop. I didn't realize some of his friends were all over. I was pooping. I turned on the fan during the poop. I walked out and my brother goes, Danielle, don't you know when you turn on the fan, everyone can smell your shit. We can all smell your shit. And it was him and like five guys playing fucking Call of Duty, like all nodding their head like, yeah, we smelled your shit. I was like, Wait, when oh. was this? Because we didn't have Call of Duty when we were living at Rude Juno. Rude Juno? What was no. that game y'all used to play? It was Probably so Halo. Halo. Okay, Halo. Okay. Probably Halo. It really is the same game to me. Oh, oh, you'd, be, you'd be wrong. That's a cardinal sin. I'm sorry, everyone. I mean, I never that. claimed to be a video game, uh, you know, expert. Well, you, you, you clearly aren't because you mistaken. I also want to go on record. I'm, I've beat her every time in Mario Kart and Goldeneye. I beat him in Goldeneye. That is bullshit. No, I got the golden gun and I stomped you. I was, I was already. Okay. I was already Wait, well, okay. I was already. All, if you need a golden no, gun to kill I, no, her, I was already putting it down. And on her weird Absolutely inverted not. settings, like no, because no, it downs no, up no, like no. it's a flight simulator. That's I like. I, I've always played inverted. I'm not I a like fan inverted. of inverted. I just, I'm just used to it. You know. Yeah, I never acclimated. You know, you just pull down, you go up. Like, now I want to play beer pong because you had to bring up just stomping us mercilessly. Now I want to fucking play in 64 and re, you know, regain some dignity because I beat him more than one time. He just wants on to what, be... On what game? Because it's never been Mario Kart. Or Mario Party. She was awful did... at Mario Party. No, I was See, great I at Mario Party. I stomped at Mario Party. I think I played that one time. I was great at Mario Party, Pokemon Snap, Goldeneye. Like, what Rainbow, Pokemon Ra Snap? That's not multiplayer. Harvey you just take pictures of Pokemon. <laughs> on Rainbow Sorry, Road. I'm the best. On Rainbow Road and Mario Kart, like, I know the jump so you can skip, like, of a quarter of the map. Like, I... Okay, so you're a fucking cheater. That's it's, you how know how you hard fucking... it is to do that jump? That shit takes... Cool. The, people, pre people have practiced mm. a lifetime and not mastered that. Okay. Yeah, she also named Smart. Harvest Moon right there, which was also a single-player game. So. <laughs> but you could play... There was different profiles, and you could compare your points and your seasons to others, so... I don't even know what that is. It was actually it was a fun. game. It was a game where you were just a farmer and you just do you shit. Had, you raised cows and you did things and you fell in love. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's actually very relatable. So we need more Bloody Marys. Well, I know you've been sitting over here drinking. Y'all want to pause for a drink break? Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. All right, drink break's over. Welcome back to the Talking Small Pod, episode eleven. You know what I just thought about? You want to talk about that time? Uh, you just got a new bed. Which new bed? Uh, the new bed here, it was like a really nice memory foam, deluxe, king size. I believe it's called a Tempur-Pedic Cloud. 
Oh, yes, that one. That's the one. <laughs> you remember it. Well, yeah, I still have the bed. It costs like over four grand. So, yes, I do remember. So, you know, that, that bed probably took some time to come in. Probably you were excited. No, we ordered it that day. Mix. Calm down, dude. <laughs> He's like, wrong. Introduce the podcast to Mix. No, Mix. Mix. Come here, Mix. Come on. Um, All right, lay down. Right. So anyway, it's uh, it's I think it's Ella's birthday, and we uh, I come over here, and uh, you know there's there's some good time happening. My parents are there. We we're we're doing the thing. Liquor's flowing. We went out to dinner or something. We weren't all just here. We went out to dinner, and then parents didn't come back, but you came back with uh, Craig. Craig yeah. was here for some reason. Craig was here. We were uh, still drinking, still going. Next thing I know, I don't. I didn't know where Harley was. No, 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 no. Y'all were getting me pretty. I was pretty drunk, and y'all kept making me do the LSU Tiger chant, the T I G E R S Tigers. <laughs> and I was doing a lot of shots, and mm-hmm. I uh, just got the new bed. It just came in that day. It was all set up, and I bought new sheets and everything. We was going to sleep on this bed, and then all of a sudden, I I don't remember anymore from here. He so so Ella's like, "Where's Harley?" I'm like, "Where's Harley?" He's on the bathroom floor, face down, uh, not feeling so great, and definitely not sleeping in his new bed. Uh, there's a picture that I think is worth a million words, um, and uh, Ella was just like, "I can't believe the first night we get this nice bed." Talking about the bed all day. He's so, sleeping face down on the floor, sick as a dog, couldn't hang. So if you ever get a website up for like for your podcast and stuff, we I think I think this picture is a priority to have up there, like a gallery that's viewable. No, if she sends it out, I could tweet it out. The podcast, so you can follow the Talking Small Podcast at Talking Small Pod on Twitter. Hit us up on uh, SoundCloud at Talking Small, or uh, on Instagram Talking Small Pod. So there's plenty of ways to connect to us. Okay. There we go. No one needs a website anymore. They just don't. You got you got social media. Well, once you sell merchandise, when you when you're when you're really out there. Danielle, one uh one of my friends, Knobs, uh, uh, basically said that if he was a a chick, he could have more followers than you on Twitter. He he's basically calling you. He's saying that you're getting a boost on Twitter follows because you're because you're a female. So what, how did you how did you get all your Twitter followers? Here's the thing. So thirsty ass tweets. I'm in. Okay, no. Here's the thing. Thirsty ass tweets. I need so, you to shut the fuck up. She needs. She, a lot here. of people sending her dick pics start following her. No. Here, here's the thing. So I, when I when I first discovered Twitter, it was really casual. Uh, it was like my gay roommates had it. I I did a joke here or there, and then I hit this pocket of people that have Fave Star, which is like a Twitter trophy like experience where you know you're just trying to get the most tweets, the most favorites. And Wait, then, whoa, whoa, whoa! What the fuck is Fave Star? I've never heard of this. It's FaveStar.fm, and it's like people that have that do funny tweets and jokes on the internet. They're able to to trophy each other and go down each other's pages, and it's like a it's like basically just a, a jerk off contest of who's funniest, you know, like who it's a jerk circle of, of people that are funny on the Internet. OK. All right. So, keep going. so basically, I, you know, I, I started tweeting some funny stuff, whatever, getting some feedback. I did get a lot of followers, but a lot of the people that I, you know, affiliate with on the website are anonymous. They have like 
that you know they have day jobs it's not connected to who they actually are and you know i have a couple cute selfies up there you know i uh i i i uh i try to make the most of being a woman which isn't always you know in certain aspects pay and other you know isn't uh, a bonus, but are you going gender inequality? What I'm saying in the is, I'm using now? I'm using something like the aesthetic or how I look to if if it gained me more followers, cool. But I'm not posting half naked pictures of myself on the web. I'm not uh, yet anymore. I'm not. That's not what I'm trying to do. That's what, what, I, whatever brand I have. That's not the attention I want to attract. Uh, there's enough pervy weird guys in real life and on the internet. Um, so if Nabla wants that in his, you know, if he decides to transition to a female and he wants that, then I'm not judging him by any means. Women, you know, so, wait, is, if is you're a competent woman, do it. Transition? No, no. Well, all he's saying that is if he was if he was a female, he'd have a lot more Twitter followers. How many, he thinks how many girls get? I have I have 2,300 something. It's not it's what? not a contest. 2,300 and something. You need to give the pot a shout out get right. a little extra views one time y'all called me out about some twitter joke on, at the wedding rehearsal y'all called me out y'all were like oh something made some made some sort of like jab to like this ain't a twitter joke oh retweet that like y'all were y'all totally called called me out that y'all had been looking at the twitter i don't even know what your twitter handle is okay well nabla does you don't want to give it out to the people of the pod um <laughs> it's at dan smell you later and L-A-A. It's Y-O-U-L-8-R. Like the letter, I mean the number eight. Okay, so wait, she'll wh- tweet why? this podcast Because it's Danielle, and it's Dan Smell. Dan Smell you later, you know? Like, bye. Yeah, but do you stink or something? Why, no, why? I'm going to smell you later. Like, I got to go. Like, you ain't worth my time. Okay. You better shout out the podcast. Yeah, we, if, we if, definitely need... I we're just going to hit... We'll we're see. definitely going to have to hit you up on that. Dylan, are you on Twitter? Yeah, I don't have shit on followers. Mine is... Yeah, not, well, maybe we can get you some Twitter I don't followers. have pictures of me up. There's nothing... I don't have Facebook, Instagram. I don't deal with that shit. Well, why not? I'm very private. I come from a very private household. It was, like, ingrained in my upbringing. Like, you can Google Dylan, and you won't find shit about him except one arrest record. Like, yeah. it's actually <laughs> really sketchy. <laughs> it's it's actually one, really fucking it's sketchy. The one, it's the one court case I couldn't beat. Uh, I'm working on that, though, actually. Getting that dismissed. Well, it's... I, it's dismissed, but it still shows up. Like, it's not on my permanent record, like, when I applied for jobs and stuff like that. But it still shows up, like, in private companies. You that, can like, Google it. If it shows up when I Google your name, it shows up. I know. It's a pain in the ass. But uh, you have to you have to know my middle name to find it, which we're going to keep... Disclo- we're not going to disclose here. I'm sure if you... I'm sure there's people out there that listen to the pod that could... If they wanted to, they could find it. It would have to work really, really fucking hard. So, Danielle, have you... Um, you know, you gave Dylan some shit about having a arrest record up there. Shit, Do, I have. Have you have, have you ever had an experience with the police on Crockett Street in Beaumont? Um, yes, that would be true. I'm probably the most attractive person to ever be arrested in Beaumont. If Whoa! I'm, shots if fired. I'm going, if I'm Beaumont is the stepchild of Texas. It is the worst city in Texas. What a hot take. Too hot for Beaumont. All right. <laughs> you know, they. it is what it is. It was my 21st birthday. I I got put in cuffs. I, I, don't, I don't think I was booked, but I, I was put in cuffs. You know, handcuffs outside of the bedroom. That's well, that's what happened. Well, what did you get put in cuffs for? 
um, public intoxication, and they and were going to do, right? yeah, if my friend would have pressed charges, it would have been assault, because me and her were fighting in the parking lot of Crockett Street. Although, do you remember what the fight was about? It was just like... It was about the taxi. We were trying to get a taxi, and uh, she was, we were, we were arguing about the taxi, but my friend, my white friend, was smoking weed in that same parking lot with some black dude. I'm like, of course they're going to come over here and mess with the, the you know, the two girls kind of bickering at each other when there's like other shit going on you know so you would rather have them persecuted some black dude just trying to no. get his buzz on smoking no, i'm just joint. saying we weren't the only bad thing going on there crockett street's got some some iffy Wait, stuff last... so anyway so danielle what did you tell the cops i think it was something like i know my rights <laughs> okay they didn't read me my miranda rights when they put me in they don't cuffs have to unless you're being unless you're being interrogated Okay, they. I had just taken a criminal justice class, intro to criminal justice. Shout out Loyola. I had taken that. Um, I had just taken that, and so you they you, didn't. So you thought you were gonna put I this? I thought to I use. knew. I did. I thought I knew that they could not arrest me without reading me my Miranda rights. So I was crying in the middle of it, saying that uh, they hadn't read me my Miranda rights. My friend was open. really sweet at the time. She was like. Don't take her, take me. And they thought, oh, this is a fucking joke and arrested her. So really, just now I've learned through recent cop events, don't mouth off to the police. Uh, you know, just just sit there, hang your head and figure it out later. And uh, But I was very drunk. So. That's a good lesson for everybody. Just listen to the cops. And if you get arrested, don't tell them. You didn't read my Miranda rights because <laughs> you will go do. to jail. Hopefully they do read you your Miranda rights. Hopefully you have that. Everyone knows your rights and they're not existent. All right, we got some more overrated, underrated here. One of the things is Real Housewives. Overrated, underrated. Overrated. No one really cares that much about middle-aged women that pay too much to look good. That really don't have any that legitimate their problems. Pay too much. They they don't have any real problems that anyone can really relate to. So. What's your uh, What's your favorite season? I mean, I've only really watched the the. Um, the ones of New York. Okay. So I don't, I don't really know, but it's not. I just think it's a bunch of white women in the Middle Ages complaining about nothing. I've never seen it, but I know that it is housewives. Therefore, they're spending someone else's money complaining about problems that they just want to make up. What about you, Harley? How do you feel about it? It's his favorite show. Overrated. Fucking hate it. All right, next, drag queens. Overrated. Underrated. I feel like that's a really broad thing because there's like RuPaul that does their, his drag race on TV. Um, and then there's like local drag queens and like people of that sort. So I feel like it's... Who's RuPaul? Um, he was a drag queen that does a drag queen like type contest on reality TV. It's like a drag race. Um, but I, I would say it's, it's properly rated, you know. If you're interested in it, cool. If not, then, then you probably don't care about it. I think that's a good outlook. Yeah. Dylan, did you have anything to add? I didn't know what it is. What a drag queen is? Oh, I thought the show was talking about... Uh, I mean, I, I mean, you can talk... I mean, just, just men dressing up as women, oh. being entertaining, taping things back, having fun, being entertaining, and... I mean, like, if it floats your boat, I don't know if that... I don't know if that... I don't know if that's, like, rated or, or not, like, in the, in the general populace. What about ISDS... Information system. What is that? Information it's information system, systems and decisions sciences. Yeah. Decision sciences. Okay. Pe people that work for me do that. I have no idea. I can't do it. 
I think it's underrated. I think that it's a growing field and that whenever I tell anyone what my major is, because that is my major, they say, huh, or what, or okay, you know, like there's a, there's a disconnect. It's not something that's properly um, whatever, but in every state they call that a different term. Like in Texas, um, Gretchen at Thanksgiving was telling me that they call it something like information systems, uh, something else. They call it like information system, information systems, business sciences. It's like the same thing you guys do. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's similar. Um, and there's also like a BCIS, which they considered the same. But yeah, it, it's really useful and data is going to be really useful in the upcoming years. And I think, you know, if you know where you stand and all that, you can make better, like objective, you know, business decisions overall. And I think it's important. Well, let me, can I, can I do one more? Chemical engineering. Underrated. Overrated, right? Underrated. Overrated as def shit. Definitely like, underrated. Well, everyone says, oh, that's one of the hardest forms of engineering. You know, that's what... Damn right it is. <laughs> but didn't you not even use that? Didn't you work at a nuclear plant for a while? And like... Yeah, I do chemical engineering now. But okay. I did work at that. All right. So next, the next one and last one, throwing objects. Overrated, underrated. When would it be used? When does it happen to you? Danielle. <laughs> Okay, well, actually, this is a, a more relevant topic than it should be. Um, so my father and I have a, an interesting relationship, to say the least. Uh, earliest I remember, I was getting, you know, he was tutoring me in math. I was probably in the sixth, seventh grade. Uh, he, I said something, accidentally flung my pencil, and then, you know, I got, I got, um... When you say flung your pencil, does that mean you... It got kind of close Accidentally to pulled your arm back and with a throwing <laughs> motion at Dad's head through a pencil? Um, it went close near his eye, which was the whole, um, argument in his head with why, um, it, a physical altercation, you know, happened. It came from it. And, you know, I understand at the time... Wait, you and Dad got physical? <laughs> yes, uh, he definitely kicked my kneecap. I remember being like on the ground. Um, I don't remember exactly everything else that happened. But another time where the shoe was on the other foot, my father and I were sitting down for lunch. He had just well, let me, Yeah, let me, set the, let me set the scene here. Um, Dad had been working on uh, your car for a long time in the morning. You had said that you were going to wake up and come help wash the car and, and help out a little bit. And this is in the afternoon when we're all eating sandwiches, and you were what? Uh, you had been still in bed all day. I said I would eat lunch and then go wash the car. That was what I had agreed to from the start. So I got out of bed to. What uh, time? It was probably one or two in the afternoon. Good, good call, Dylan. Get, That's a good question. To get uh, to go to the kitchen to eat the sandwich which my mom had prepared. There was a pickle on the side of each sandwich. I'm buying into my sandwich, trying to just make good conversation, asking about the car. He's asking about whatever. So you're biting into your sandwich while trying to make conversation. So you're eat, you're talking with your mouth full. I mean, yeah, I just woken up. That would that wouldn't be a crazy, you know, like yeah. that's how manners don't count right after you've woken up. That's common Absolutely knowledge. Absolutely correct. Yes, and I'm in the in safety and comfort of my own home. So or so I thought. Okay. <laughs> Next thing I know, Ugh. fucking a sandwich was thrown at my face. Not a sandwich. A pickle. Let me change that. Next thing I know, a pickle was thrown at my face. Um, and I excused myself and went to eat the sandwich. The rest of the sandwich in my room. 
And then so, you regretted, though, leaving the pickle, because I remember you being a... I, I left I my pickle, pick- and I left his pickle, <clears throat> but I had the pickle thrown in my face because I hadn't... Did he hit you in the face with it? Ap- yeah. Where at? Um, I think it was, like, the side of my face. It wasn't, like, direct on my face. So you, like, Matrix turned, or you he just missed? I really was, like... I think I was giving him, like, a bratty kind of look, like a... Like, really? And then he pegged the pickle at me, and it kind of just hit, like, by my chin. For y'all for y'all viewers listening at home, the, her bratty look is probably really close to her normal look. <laughs> I have I have a resting bitch face, which every girl claims to have. However, I have some real situations that I think I'm the exception for, but I'm sure the rest would tell you the same thing. Um, anyway, got a pickle thrown at my face, but, you know... Sometimes dads throw pickles at your face. I think that's a part of life that you have to accept, and it's probably properly rated. It's not fun on either end. I think once you throw something at someone's face, you regret it, like in my first story. Uh, And then once you get something thrown at you, you just feel fucking disrespected. It's like someone's spinning on you, I think. It's the equivalent of that. Okay, I got a couple last couple questions before we wrap this up. They're just rapid fire. Musicals. Do you like musicals, either of you? Fuck no. Uh, properly rated, I would it's say. In, no, not properly rated. Just okay. intolerable. Yeah. yeah, I like it. Um, just not like super long, you know. Um, how often do you wash your sheets? Twice a week. Once a week. Really, Danielle? I have two sets of sheets, so like I can I wash them once a week, but I can change them and not. Yeah, I'm about I'm about to wash your sheets. I'm about to wash everyone's sheets. <laughs> Percentage of floor covered by clothes. 90% of my floor <laughs> is covered by clothes. Zero. Bullshit. Look, uh, how much mine? of this shit is covered right I have here? nowhere to hang things, period. If uh, okay. I, when, when it's you my didn't space, ask, drawers. but you didn't ask. There is definitely no place to hang things in the man cave. All right. It's uh, a nice man cave, though. Oh, thank you. Uh, if you had a hall pass to fuck a celebrity, who would it be? Adolf Hitler. I'm so gay. I feel it's, like... You, could be, you get to be the like guy that someone that's alive Hitler, right now or not? Mother Teresa. Hey, okay. So you want to be known as the guy who fucked Adolf Hitler? I want to be the person that dominated the most evil, one of the most evil atrocity committing peoples on the planet. That or Mother Teresa, because I want to be the one that like tainted heaven. Okay, you're going against hell and heaven right there. Want to fuck both of them? (laughs) All right, Danielle. Um, do they have to be live or it can clearly be anyone? I mean, if you like to fuck a corpse, I mean, he picked Hitler. I mean, I would. Is he fucking Hitler's corpse or is he fucking Hitler when he's alive? I'll I'll fuck the ashes with Ern. I think he's fucking Hitler no matter what he finds him. What about you, Harley? What would your answer be? This is easily like a Beyonce or some shit. Beyonce's a good. Some basic ass shit, though. Um, I'm trying to he's think. He's like Dolly Parton. I really just haven't thought about this in a while. I feel like I almost feel like it's like the guy from Blue's Clues, though, like growing up. Brooke Burke. That's my answer. All right. Who the fuck is that? I knew a Brooke, a Brooke Burke. She was a, she was a, she was a hoe. Brooke Burke, Wild on E, Dance with the Stars host. I like her. I All right. Is. What's the most money you ever spent on shoes? I don't know. Maybe like eighty dollars. Oh shit! I feel That's like I, it. I feel like I shouldn't have her beat on that, but I definitely do. Yeah, but eighty dollars is fucking nothing. Well, I've, I've got her beat on eighty fucking dollars. I'm calling bullshit. No, I've only spent eighty dollars on shoes. How much has your parents spent on your shoes? Probably eighty dollars. Okay, Dylan. I, I mean, mine's way higher. Mine's probably like at least two hundred. Yeah, because so. I've had shoes like made. So what? I've had shoes like made. Like like 
they measured your foot and made custom shoes? Yeah. Who like did a, that? I had, I had Italian loafers when I was at boarding school. Is that like part of the dress code? It was part of my lifestyle. Okay. <laughs> but the loafers were. How? What's the most expensive shoe that Ella owns? Like Twelve hundred. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, I was gonna look all that like a Christian Louboutin or some shit. <laughs> yeah, you're. He must have went to her closet checking out her shoes. Yeah, you need just, to watch him. I just grew up in a lifestyle. Where I, know, I know. I know what she likes. I know those people. Those were my people. Um. All right. And last last question before we sign off. What did you want to be when you grew up, Danielle? What did you want to be as a child when you grew up, and are you there? Um, I think I wanted to be like a, like a, like a talk host, like a radio host, like something that was like. Well, we're making dreams come true right here. <laughs> not okay. This is absolutely not the uh, exact thing I was that I wanted to be. But I used to always just be like, people would be like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And be like, oh, an old lady. <laughs> like, I thought it would be like a funny, like, joke. It's not, it's not a funny joke, because no one wants to be old. A, um, di- a dictator is mine. A dictator? Yeah. What country? Anyone. Any country. I always liked the idea of It'd be of cool to be like the president. Su- I always wanted to be like a supreme ruler. I didn't want to just be president. I wanted my word to be like, law. Do you have a power complex? Because you've no. you've wanted to fuck, fuck the most evil man in history. That seems like a power move. And then you wanted to be dictator. He majored in manipulative and coercive like behavior. So that is like his life. So would well, you do, say I your role model is Chris, is Christian Grey? No, that's that's bitch made ass fantasy. That's he fantasy. We tried to go see that movie. That's and he a left. joke. He, that's not clever. That's not even being good at reading people. That's just like some terrible author's idea. Harley, of what did you want to be when you were uh, when you were growing up? Uh, either basketball uh, star, spot, soccer star, or professional wrestler. Like like WWF, not like Greco Roman wrestling. No, definitely like WWE. You didn't want John to be, Cena's <laughs> the man. You didn't want to be doing Greco Roman. You like those Cena memes? The Cena, like the, it's in the middle of a video, and then it's like John Cena. Who's yeah, like, coming out? And then it's John Cena every time. No, I haven't seen. You, that. Oh my gosh! Okay, <laughs> you're missing out. You're, you're, I'm gonna I'm gonna mention. I'm gonna okay, Danielle, send send a uh, John uh, Cena uh, Twitter meme. At Talking Small Pod, we'll retweet it so the viewers can uh, see what you're talking about. And don't forget to I tweet sure this will. podcast after John Cena. Yeah, follow me. I'm cooler than uh, most of the people here. That's uh, Dan. Smell That's not, you later. Yeah, she has more followers. That's not an aggregate um, of actually who's. Cool. Yeah, no, but we're trying to tap into biased, those followers at the but, Talking uh, Small Podcast. Alrighty. Well, this was awesome. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. Any uh, any final words, Dylan? Advice. May God have mercy on your soul, because I won't. Kev, because he's fucking Adolf Hitler and he's a dictator. All right, Danielle. No, Merry Christmas. This was fun. This was always fun. Hanging out with you guys. And this is my first time on a podcast. I don't know what to say. Well, well, you, well you've said it, man. You hopefully you get it. some more Twitter followers. You know, Danielle's got to do her job. She's got to get this out there. I don't I don't tweet my... No one knows me personally can know my Twitter. Nabla made this a fucking competition that if he was a chick, he'd have more followers than me. I want to see him fucking put his money where his mouth is. Nabla you want to see him turn chick? Nabla, yes. needs to go, Nabla needs to dress up in drag and start a Twitter. He needs to put his money where his mouth is. People catfish all the fucking time. Like, figure it out. So. All right. Hey, Nablock, make sure you catfish, make a Twitter. You can call your... Self Alexandria Knobloch, you know, just a little sh- subtle tweak that you can still go by Al. 
or Alex. Get more followers than me, and then we'll this shit will get real. Like like let then then you then you then you've accomplished that. How much? How many followers do you think he has, Danielle? If you're just gonna guess. I don't know. Three hundred and thirty at max. Three hundred thirty at max. No, Two thirty. I said three hundred. Y'all give him a lot of court credit. He's got sixty four. Okay, well then he needs like really good luck on your endeavor. <laughs> sixty four bad. Uh, I think I only have like forty three, forty four. So Danielle's shitting on everybody that doesn't have over a <laughs> thousand. All right, follow me. So follow. That is the voice of my sister, the lovely. Danielle, you can follow her on Twitter at Dan Smell You Later. That that's an eight and an R. L eight R. L eight R. There you go. And then, or you can follow the podcast on SoundCloud at Talking Small, or on Twitter at Talking Small, or on Instagram at Talking Small Pod. I'm sorry that Twitter was at Talking Small Pod. Or you can follow me at a, a Big Bowl Wrong on Twitter. And I think that's it. We out.